Well, it's 6 o'clock on this Tuesday morning, and we greet all of you in divine love. Thank you so much for doing what many of you always do on Tuesday mornings, uh, hopping on the prayer call and uh, making this time to come together, to touch, to agree, uh, to join our spirits together and pray. Uh, I bless God for each and every one of you this morning as you have uh, made this time. Uh, to uh, engage in prayer. And so we want to greet you this morning in love. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day this morning. To all of you, our first-time callers, we certainly thank God for you each and every week. It just amazes me that new people are uh, becoming a part of our uh, prayer call. And I just want to thank all of you for inviting folks uh, to come. Many of you are doing so by text, by word of mouth, by social media. Several of you are sharing uh, your thoughts about the prayer call on uh, social media, and we just thank you and bless God for uh, how it is that this prayer call is making a difference in your day. Uh, and I thank you so much for even sharing that uh, because that's so very, very important that uh, those of us who have been touched in any facet by any work of God, uh, that we let our light shine. And when we let our light shine, uh, people can then begin to glorify God and experience the same uh, in uh, their life as well. So this is Holy Week. Uh, this is the week where uh, we call Jesus Week, where we remember both the uh, tragedy and the triumph of the life of Jesus. Uh, and for those of us who are Christian, uh, who are followers of the way of Jesus, uh, this is a very, very uh, celebratory week for each and every one of us. Uh, and it kind of doesn't make sense that we're celebrating the fact that a man was uh, brutally tortured and crucified, executed, really, uh, on a cross. Uh, but we're not just celebrating the pain. Uh, we're celebrating the purpose uh, because we understand that Jesus did not go through all of that uh, for nothing. But we strongly believe, in fact, we know that he did all of that that humanity might be reconnected with God once again. And so that's the reason why this week is so very, very important. And uh, I just thank and bless God for uh, all of you who realize uh, that this is not just a holiday, that we don't just get Good Friday off from work, uh, but this is a time where we celebrate, where we tell others uh, about our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. You know, in John chapter 12 and verse 32, Jesus says these words. He says, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all peoples to me. That's what it says in John 12 and 32. Jesus is saying, if, if people can just hear the story, if they can just understand what really happened, the Holy Spirit will draw them to him, and they will give their lives uh, to Jesus Christ. And that's what I want to pray about this morning. I want to pray because many of us, people in our family, uh, people in our jobs, people at our places of business, people that we go to school with, that are not saved. They don't know the story of Jesus Christ. Uh, there are many of us who are, uh, have relatives who are raised in the church, but they are not in relationship with Jesus Christ. And Jesus says, if I be lifted up, if you would just tell somebody, if you would just be an example uh, for me, uh, he says, I would draw them to me. I would change their lives. And people of God, it is so very, very important that as we are trying to make a living, uh, 
that we don't re- that we don't lose fact uh, lose sight rather of the real fact uh, that Jesus is the source of our life. Uh, Jesus is the source uh, of our fulfillment, and Jesus is the source uh, of our purpose. And so this morning, I want uh, to pray for each and every one of you because I believe God is challenging you to let your light shine. And you're saying, oh, I'm not perfect. Oh, I have so many mistakes, Pastor. You just don't know. I can't uh, do anything like that. It has nothing to do uh, with uh, how perfect you are. Uh, Christianity is not for perfect people. Chris, uh, evangelizing or telling somebody about Jesus is simply this. It's one where they can find bread. Did you get that? That's what evangelism is all about. It's one beggar telling another beggar where they can find bread. It's not putting yourself in a position of superiority. It's not putting yourself in a position saying that you are the example. It's pointing towards Jesus and saying, Jesus, you're the example. You are the living bread. You are the one that quenches our thirst. You are the one that fuels uh, our desire uh, to live. And so I'm praying that each and every one of you on this call this morning, those of us who know the power of Jesus Christ, those of us who understand the importance of the cross of Christ, who have an infrastructure uh, beneath the surface of our lives that's supporting everything that everyone else sees, it's important to let folks know that Jesus is the reason uh, that we live, we move, and we have our very being. He said, if I be lifted up, I would draw all peoples to him. I believe that there are some people in your uh, uh, social sphere that God wants to draw to him. There's some relatives. There's some uncles. There's some sisters, some mothers that God says, I want to do something in their lives. But I need you as my ambassador. I need you as my mouthpiece. And so when we pray this morning, I'm praying that on this week, the most celebrated week of all of Christianity, that God will give you now the grace, the power, and the will to invite somebody, not just to church on Sunday, but to invite somebody to Jesus, to invite them not just to come to a building, but to come to have an experience with the Lord and with the Savior that's able to change their life. And some of you, God has already been placing in your spirit certain people. Uh, You've been praying for them perhaps. Uh, You've been believing God that they're going to change. God says, I want you to help them change. I want you to be an example uh, for them. I want you to tell that beggar, where they can find bread, because people are starving for the knowledge of Jesus Christ. People are starving in the world for the love of Jesus Christ. There are people who are searching for love in all the wrong places. They're trying to find fulfillment in all of the wrong places. And Jesus stands and says, simply, if I would be lifted up, if people would just know what I have done in your life, where you have found uh, your source, he says, I'll draw them to him. Uh, I'll draw them to me simply uh, as he has done with you. Now, if we are uh, to be those ambassadors that God wants us to be, there's four things that we have to do. We have to invest, we have to engage, we have to invite, and we have to empower. We have to invest. We've got to really be concerned about people. We have to engage them, okay? They will not just come through osmosis. You have to engage them. Then you have to invite them. And then you have to empower them. You have to let them know 
that Jesus is not concerned about what you did yesterday or even today. He's really concerned about your eternity. He's concerned about what's happening moving forward in your life. This week is going to be a strong week for some of us because I found out in my life whenever you make it up in your mind that you're going to be an ambassador for Jesus Christ. Ambassadors are taken care of by their home country. And God says the kingdom of heaven is going to lean in your direction when you make it up in your mind that you are ambassador for Jesus Christ. I know this is a little different for a Tuesday morning, but I really believe on this Jesus week that God wants each and every one of us to let our light shine. He wants us to be the light that eradicates darkness, be the light that shows people the path out of their misery, be the light in our jobs, be the light in our homes, be the light in our community, be the light amongst our family members. That's simply what he's asking you to do. He's asking you to be the light. And today, I want to come in agreement that every unsaved person in your family, whether it's through your invitation or somebody else's, I pray today that they are going to be saved, they're going to be delivered, they're going to be set free in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just bless you this morning, God. We thank you that even as we are going through this week of passion, uh, that we are just thankful for what it is that you have done uh, in and through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that we have the opportunity this morning to come and to touch and agree. And thank you so very much, God, for showing your love to us that while we were yet sinners, unfit to live, God, and unable uh, and not ready to die, that you had a redemptive plan in place for us, that you would send your son to die to become sin that we as sinners might become the righteousness of God. So we boldly confess that this morning without any hesitation or reservation or doubt that we are the righteousness of God created in Christ Jesus. We are heirs of the throne of God. And we thank you and bless you this morning, Lord God, that no one on this phone has to hold their head down this morning. We can lift up our head. We can say that we are justified because the blood of Jesus has washed away all of our sin. We thank you, Lord. We don't know when the last time we were able to celebrate the fact that we are forgiven, the fact that we are redeemed, the fact, oh God, uh, that we are justified. But this morning, we come and just give you glory today, God, because if it had not been for you, we would be eternally lost. So I bless you today, Lord God, for your sacrifice, for the pain that Jesus had to bear. I thank you that his pain was our gain. I thank you that whatever he bore, we don't have to bear. I thank you that today, Lord God, that we have access to your promises. We have access to your blessing because of what Jesus did. So when we say we love Jesus, much deeper than just words to a song. When we say we love Jesus, it's much different than a phrase that we throw out. When we say we love Jesus, it's because you really first loved us, God. You really first showed your love towards us, Lord God, that while we weren't even thinking about you, you were thinking about us. And we glorify and we bless your name this morning for how it is that you loved us so dearly. I pray today now, God, that as we would just have conversation, intentional conversation with people this week, I think that those who haven't been uh, in a worship experience in years, that on uh, this week, 
they're going to say yes to an invitation. I think it is somebody this week because of something that we're going to do, some light that we're going to shine, a conversation that we're going to share. I pray right now that they are going to begin to come. They're going to be saved. They're going to be delivered. Somebody's going to get a brand-new father, Lord God. Somebody's going to get a brand-new mother, a brand-new son or daughter, Lord God. I thank you and bless you right now in the name of Jesus that drugs are going to have to loose their hold. I thank you right now, Lord God, that worldliness is going to have to loose its hold on folks because we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. And you said in your word that if we would simply lift you up, Lord God, uh, that you would draw all people to you, Lord God. So today we lift you up. Lord, we pray, and whenever we pray, we bring you on the scene. Today we declare that God is on the scene, and we thank you that if God arises, all of our enemies have to be scattered, Lord God. So thank you and bless you now for every pastor that would stand and preach Jesus on Sunday, oh God. I pray right now for every church that's going to be open uh, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, no matter what the denomination is. I pray that your spirit is there, God. I pray that there's an anointing that would destroy yokes that would be in that place, Lord God. I pray right now that there will be an anointing that would deliver, that would heal, that would reconcile, Lord God. I thank you for families that's going to be reconciled, families that's going to be in church, Lord God, worshiping you and praising you and building themselves up on the inside, Lord God. We thank you and we bless you for that. Father, may we always remember Jesus. May we always remember the price he paid. May we always keep him on our mind, Lord God. We thank you and we honor you today for that, Lord God. We say, blessed be the name of our God. We say, blessed be the name of our God. I thank you that today, because of Jesus, we have a right to healing, Lord. And I declare and decree over this call today that every person under the sound of my voice is walking in healing, Lord God. I curse sickness right now in the name of Jesus. We don't have to accept sickness. We don't have to tolerate sickness. We don't have to bear sickness because Jesus already bore all of our sickness, Lord God. We thank you today that we have access. We have a right to healing, Lord God. I declare that healing is ours in the mighty name of Jesus. Heal every person under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Heal relationships right now. Heal our children, Lord God. Keep their mind right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, as we go forward this day, we ask that your presence would be with us. Your presence makes the difference, oh God. Your presence, Lord God, gives us strength. Your presence gives us confidence and the ability to endure. So I speak now your divine presence, Lord, that would encapsulate every person that's present on this call this morning. We declare that we are victorious today. We declare right now, Lord God, that there is no God like our God and that he is victorious. We love you today, and we thank you and we bless you now for saved loved ones. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and bless the mighty name of God. Thank you so much for all of you who joined with us. Listen, please don't take for granted your impact on somebody else's life and connecting them with Jesus Christ. Don't take that for granted. You have a tremendous impact in drawing people to Jesus Christ by lifting him up. Don't lift yourself up. Don't lift your accomplishments up. Don't lift 
uh, what you have done up. Let's lift Jesus up. And when we lift Jesus up, we'll see uh, that uh, there will be individuals who will be drawn to him. Don't lift your church up. Don't lift your preacher up. Lift Jesus up. And I promise you, when you lift Jesus up, he will draw uh, people to him and change their lives uh, forever. Listen, this week it goes without saying that all of us uh, should be found uh, in the house of the Lord, of course, on Sunday, uh, but also on uh, this Wednesday, we will be having a special uh, family communion service at both of our Bible classes at 12 and at 7 p.m. So if you're in the Hammond area, if you're part of our church in Hammond, we encourage you to come uh, and to be a part uh, of this special communion service. I'll be teaching a message, and then we will be sharing. Uh, so I certainly invite you out. Then we're going out in the community this uh, Friday. Uh, we're going to be in the Lincoln Park neighborhood, uh, and we're just going to be letting our light shine and lifting up Jesus and believing God that people are going to be drawn to him. I just believe in the word of God. I believe it can do what we, it says we can do. We can have what it says we can have, and we can be what it says we can be. And so we're going to be light in our community, uh, pointing people towards uh, Jesus Christ. I pray that you'll join us. We'll be there two to four. Many of you who know where the neighborhood is, we certainly uh, would welcome you to come out as well. Listen, have a blessed day today. It's a day of victory. Guard your peace. Guard your joy. Uh, God is going to certainly get glory uh, out of your growth today as well. God bless you. God keep you. I'll share with you next week again. Invite somebody to share with us in prayer. Be victorious today.